Welcome to Tables Parlay. This is 2019, episode four, and this is LA back with you again at the table where we parlay conversation into inspiration. So yeah, welcome back. Last year, I thank you guys for following and listening as I chronicled my journey into uh, overcoming breast cancer, depression, and basically getting back on my feet. And here we are by the grace of God. And I am at the table. Oh, thank you, Lord. So this year, we're really excited because um, Tables Parlay wants to endeavor. We will endeavor. We are endeavoring to give voice to the voiceless and to bring extraordinary voices to the table to tell their stories, to inspire, and to share their stories of overcoming and breaking barriers. With that said, today we're talking to a young lady who is exceptional. She's breaking barriers. We're talking about football, women in football. And a little short story, you know, as a little girl, I grew up in a house full of all boys. I was the only girl. So, you know, I never got the remote. Okay. Um, So the only way I could enter the conversation and be in the room with the guys, be in the room with my brothers is if I was quiet and I watched football. Growing up in Chicago, uh, that's all. We watched the Bears. We watched the the, uh, Cubs. We watched the Sox. We watched the Bulls. And little sister had to shut up in order to be in the room and enter the conversation. So today, I love football as a result. And I, yes, I am a woman who loves sports. And I love ESPN. And I love, I love, love football. Uh, I love makeup and stilettos too. But on Sundays, you'll usually find me watching football. And today, we're talking to a great young lady who is broken into barriers and and she is going to discuss her experience of breaking barriers as a woman that actually plays in the American Football League for women and also coaches other female coaches in the football league and so we're going to talk about that breaking barriers you know 2006 2019 is this year to uh, that I hope everyone is endeavoring to break barriers. So we're talking about that here at the table, um, tables parlay. We're parlaying and hopefully that um, with our conversation will parlay some inspiration. Comes in and hi, Sarah. Can you hear me? Nope. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> you can't hear me? Oh, now I can. This time it was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whew. So, Sarah, welcome, and um, you're calling from Seattle, Washington. Yes, I am. And oh, are you Chicago? Chicago, Illinois. Awesome. What were you going to say? Go Hawks. Go Seahawks. Exactly. And now Majestics, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So I've just introduced you to everyone and about, and we're talking about today at the table, at Tables Parlay, parlaying conversation into inspiration. And so we're talking about breaking barriers. And so you're such an extraordinary woman um, who has broken barriers and and a male-dominated sport such as football. So tell our listeners who you are, where you're from, 
And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so my name is Sarah Wolfer, and uh, like Lisa was saying, is I'm a professional tackle football player with the Seattle Majestics, and I'm in my rookie season, actually, because I have been a soccer player my whole life, and I wanted to try something new and step outside of my comfort zone, and exactly what I needed, and I tried out and made the team, and our first practices is coming so I'm about to be diving head in right about now. That is awesome. So you also are a CEO of, I love this name, Girl Boss Sports. Tell us a little bit about Girl Boss Sports. Yeah, so I'm the CEO and founder of Girl Boss Sports, and that is around soccer. And what we do is we provide soccer lessons for girls by women. And so there's a lot of, you know, companies out there and trainers out there that provide soccer lessons, but we're the only one, at least in this area, that provides that with within the female lens. And so, you know, we work on things, obviously soccer skills, like technical work, dribbling, passing, all of the basics and fundamentals of soccer. But we also focus on uh, mindset, things like confidence and communication and leadership and all these other issues that are really important in sports, but also in general being you know, humans, but also girls and women in this world. Um, so that's really what Girl Boss Sports is all about, is for the female athletes. And then the other, you know, second goal of Girl Boss Sports is that we are really working to increase the number of female sports coaches. Uh, for soccer, for example, only 21% of soccer coaches in the United States are women. And when I heard that number, it was just something I immediately wanted to work to change. Wow. I'm, yeah, I myself have been coaching for 15 years and, you know, that realization has come over the years, realizing I haven't seen a lot of there on the sidelines. Um, and then, you know, I've been in clubs and, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but clubs and colleges and schools. And almost always, I'm one of the only female coaches in the entire company sometimes. And so that's something that we're working to change as well. Well, let's talk about that. I was really intrigued and really shocked as I did my research about women in football and now you speak of uh, soccer, um, I did not even know that there were women football leagues in the U.S. And it's a lot of women football leagues in the U.S. I know recently I read um, one woman, only one woman has actually broken um, through as a coach in the NFL, and that is Jennifer Welter, as she is a linebacker coach in 2015 for the Arizona Cardinals. So I, definitely we have at least one person breaking into the NFL. Why do you think, because um, you would under, I would think that football is not just a physical sport. You also have to be extremely intelligent and have strategy. And I can't think of more of a human being than a woman. We're very strategic. We're very wise. Um, we may not have the physical attributes, but we're very wise and tactical. Um, and so why do you think um, it's so hard to break barriers as far as entering into the field of football or soccer? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think for any sports, you know, or I would say the majority of sports and other female athletes that I've spoken to who are basketball players or volleyball players, softball players, lots of different sports that I've spoken with. Most of them have had the same experience growing up that they didn't have a female coach or just had one or two. And then also they can talk about the impact that that, if they did have a female coach, the impact that she had on their life. Um, and I'm saying that because it's just across the board pretty much with all sports that it's hard for women to break in. Um, and it's just a very male dominated world. I, you know, I, as a soccer coach, I've definitely experienced that in places that I've worked. You know, for example, I left one place 
you know, left employment there and I was asked three different times by three different men if I was pregnant and that's why I was leaving. What? Okay, yeah. let's talk about that. What is that? You seem very petite and fit. So where would that stigma come from? Yeah. What, is, what were they in, 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 what are they insinuating? What mm -hmm. is, I don't know. I was just honestly, you know, the first time, especially, I was really blown away that that happened, and then it happened two other times, and I, I look back on those moments of, like, I wish I'd had a better comeback or something to say, but in that moment, I was just, all three of them, just shocked, like, is that the only reason you think I would be leaving this employment, is because I'm pregnant? Actually, no, I'm, you know, all I said was that I'm going to go study for my licensure exam, because I'm a social worker as well, and I was, at that time, studying to become fully licensed. Like that wasn't even something that. Crossed <laughs> uh, and, you know, there's a lot of other examples too, but that one is just almost comical that it was three different people. So. Wow! Wow! So speaking of football, you um play tackle football, not flag football. People, she plays tackle football for the Seattle Majestics. It is a women's football, professional women's football league in the American Football. Um, league in Seattle, Washington. Um, they play 11-on-11 NFL-style football against teams nationwide in the Women's National Football Conference. I was so blown away by that. I did not know there were several women's football leagues in yeah. the United States. Talk about that, about your time being a tackle football player on, on Seattle Majestic's team. Yeah. So, I didn't know this um, obviously, football, women playing, and so I thought that was even something that was an option for me. I happened to be going to State in Seattle and saw the Seattle Majestics a few years back, and I was like, wow, those are women football players? That's a thing? And I remember getting so excited, and at that point, I wanted to try out, and my schedule didn't work, and if I'm being perfectly honest, I was a little bit intimidated and didn't feel like I was in good enough shape yet to really try out for the team. And so this is actually the first year that I tried out. I finally, you know, I found out about it a few months ahead of time, got my body in shape, um, got my mindset right for it, just because it's a whole new world for me. And what you talked about earlier, the strategy, I had no idea just how strategic you have to be and the playbooks, the offensive playbooks and the defense yeah. playbooks. And there's hundreds and hundreds. And I'm just, you know, trying to learn all of the positions. And these women are super impressive. They are amazing athletes and I'm just you know my first practice my first you know legitimate practice is this coming weekend and we're going to start with you know we're learning how to tackle and so I'm really excited about it but I actually have no idea if I'm going to be any good or not we're going to find out <laughs> I think it's amazing that you got out of your comfort zone you stated that you are by trade a social worker so what inspired you to because social worker um advocating for people is is honorable actually so what made you decide to jump out of your comfort zone and into something so diametrically different from your natural day job yeah i think it was a lot of different life experiences that added up uh to create girl boss sports and so that's actually why i ended up leaving social work was for to go full-time with uh, my company and you know a lot of things like you know like i was talking about earlier being a female athlete one moment sticks out in my memory of this one male coach who, you know, we started out having a conversation six feet away. By the end of it, he was an inch from my face. And I saw fiddle flying everywhere and the 100 expletives. And as soon as the conversation was over, I turned around and immediately started crying. And then I was kicked out of practice. 
And that moment just has always stuck with me of that is not how anybody should be treated or should be coached. And, you know, that person has gone on and now coached boys and men and hasn't had any issues that I've heard. And so it just was like, wow, he does not understand that it takes something different to work with female athletes. I am not going to respond well to that. That is not going to motivate me. That's going to shut me down. And now that I've been coaching for 15 years in schools and private settings and a college and lots of, you know, just with lots of different groups of people and ages and boys and girls, I've just really seen what it really does take. And I feel like I can use a lot of my social work skills to be successful as a coach. My understanding of human development, social skills, personalities, and all of those skills have been really integral to my success. And that's what I want to do why I'm training several other female coaches now to do the same thing. And so I'm about to hire seven or eight coaches onto the team and I'm, you know, providing training to them. And for me, I'm still able to, you know, you talk about the social work piece and the social justice and all of those things that are really important to me and part of my identity and why I chose social work as a profession. I feel like I can still do a lot of those same things now running a company such as Girl Boss Sports. And we still have that same, the same lenses that I always carry as a social worker. I can bring that to my work now. And so that's why I moved over. That is absolutely amazing because you're using your emotional intelligence to know how to deal with people and develop people. Do you feel that when you had that coach who got in your face, do you think it was like a male trying to intimidate a woman to try to basically deter you from being on the team? Do you think that that was the situation? Um, I, think, I think it was all he basically thought that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing because I was injured and we were doing, you know, sit-ups and push-ups on the side. So I actually don't even understand what, I don't even know how that argument happened. I know that he wanted me on the team afterwards. Um, I know he pulled me aside, you know, several days later and gave me a big hug and said that he was really sorry. He treated me like that because I'm like family. Um, and so we had a conversation about how that's, you know, that's not how we treat family either. And so I think we both learned from that, but I'm still, I've definitely had experiences with other men, whether it was in the workplace or as a female athlete or being a coach. And I've definitely seen men who are like what you're talking about and, and are intimidated by me. I've definitely been labeled as too assertive and not having the right temperament before and very gendered language that I know, you know, things that would never be said to a male leader. So I've definitely experienced my fair share of those. And I'd be lying if, that, if I said that that wasn't part of also what I'm doing at Girl Boss Sports is creating a place and a company that, is supportive of women. We're creating a community for each other. And you know, I'm connecting all of the, the women soccer coaches that are part of Girl Boss Sports now together. Number one for idea sharing, because I'm not the smartest person in the room. The more brains we have working on something, the better it's going to be. Number two, now we can actually see that there's other soccer coaches, other women soccer coaches who are doing the same thing that I am. And that's, that's really what I'm excited about. That's awesome. You know, I, I think about uh, I come from the military. I just retired from the military and so many uh, scenarios just like yourself um, where you are interfacing with men. And if a woman is highly intelligent and assertive and beautiful, men immediately are intimidated and usually they will try to bash you or try to intimidate you. Um, what would you tell young ladies who are trying to bake break barriers, whether it is in sports or whether it is in medicine or whether it is in whatever field that they're trying to break barriers where they may encounter male-dominated fields and they will encounter intimidation. With your experience, what would you do to encourage young ladies in those scenarios? 
yeah, something that I've learned over the years those experiences that about, um, include things like having a really strong support system. Mm-hmm. And, are you able to hear me okay? Right. Going in and out, yeah. Okay, so having a really strong support system, is that better? Yes, better. Okay. Mm-hmm. So having a strong support system is definitely really important, and so I obviously have support systems with like the Seattle Majestics and, you know, my husband and my family, but I also have an accountability call every week with four other women across the country and we talk to each other, we talk about our goals, hold each other accountable to it. And that has really helped me when I'm uncomfortable and I know I need to do you know, some specific action to break these barriers, I can bring these issues up to them and they help me work through it um, and help me prepare for it. They even role play with me like, okay, this is what you can say, this is how you can frame it. And the other thing I would say is I've, I've learned finally that's not about not being scared about doing whatever that hard thing is, but it's, it's okay to be scared, but it's having the courage to do it anyways. And there's some famous person that says it way better than I just did, but <laughs> you know, leaning into it. I also would recommend the power pose. That helps a lot. And for your readers or your listeners, I don't know what that is. <laughs> power but, pose. <laughs> that, that really helps. And I swear I do this before any big meeting or anytime I have to go and have an uncomfortable conversation with someone. Um, or, you know, anything really. I do the power pose for usually two minutes while I stare at myself in the mirror and give myself a pep talk because that's, that's really what helps me prepare my mindset for whatever barrier I need to break. So what I hear you say is you need to develop you a tribe or a team that supports you when you encounter these different difficult um, circumstances and you will encounter difficult circumstances as you are breaking um, um, barriers. And then you said the second one was to do it afraid. You know, you may not know um, the outcome, but just do it afraid. And then you said um, to affirm yourself, you know, give yourself those pep talks. And even if you got to do it in your body until you believe it, meaning the power pose, do what you have to do until you believe it in, in yourself. And that's a good, that's a good plan, definitely. So thank you for that. So what's next for uh, girl boss sports. Yeah, so like I said, we're hiring uh, several coaches coming up soon, kind of expanding our geographical reach, which is really exciting. And we're also starting to add some new services in. Like now, instead of just doing private training, I'm going to offer some skill clinics. And I'm talking to a couple other places about maybe setting up teams or leagues down the road. Um, but again, all with this lens of female athlete and female sports coaches. And Ideally, you know, eventually I would like to expand and be much bigger than, you know, just the state of Washington, as long as we can maintain that high level of quality and really why we're doing what we're doing. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, you know, next month is March and March is um, Women's History Month. And so many women just like yourself are breaking barriers. And so what do you want to tell women out there who are scared to jump out of their comfort zone? Um, What would you tell them? Yeah, definitely will do it. Again, it's, it's having the courage to lean into it anyways. And for me, what helps me when I'm feeling scared is to prepare myself for whatever it is I need to do. So when I was going into, you know, conversations with one company around equal pay, I read all of the books about how to negotiate, what kind of things you're supposed to say, what kind of things you need to avoid. I listened to several podcast episodes, you know, from powerful women and things that they've said in negotiations. I Googled things. I talked to my friends. So really that preparation helped me then feel comfortable or more comfortable to actually go into that room and stand up for myself. And that's what I would advise anybody else to do as well is just 
once you're prepared, it's a lot easier to do the hard thing. Preparation is key and do it. Just do yep. it. Just leap do and it. get out of your comfort zone. We're we all need to. You've been amazing. I'm so honored to have met a groundbreaking, um, barrier-breaking woman as yourself who is a social worker by day and a tackle football player by night. I think that you are amazing, and I want to encourage everyone to support women in sports around the U.S., uh, support women in football. Yes, there are several women football leagues. Please support those women. They work very hard. And, uh, and encourage our women who are breaking barriers and encourage your daughters who are breaking barriers. Support Sarah Wolfer and her business. She is the CEO of Girl Boss Sports. Sarah, tell everyone where they can connect with you for Girl Boss Sports if they are interested in coaching or mentoring or maybe you coming and speaking before their, their, their students or their daughters. Um, can you give us your handle? Yeah, so the website is girlbossports.com, just how it sounds. And then we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and Twitter, all under the same name, Girl Boss Sports. And then if you want to reach out to me specifically, I'm on Instagram as CEO underscore Sarah Wolfer. That's Sarah with an H and then Wolfer like the animal. She's a wolf, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for Tables Parlay. Um, as we are at the table today talking about women's empowerment, breaking barriers, we have met an amazing woman, Sarah Wolfer, Girl Boss Sports. Look her up. She is on the rise as being one of our emerging leaders in the U.S breaking barriers for women. I hope that you were inspired. Come back once again to the table where we parlay conversation into inspiration. This is Tables Parlay. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Mm -hmm.